0: This Vax and O'Brien podcast
1: is brought to you by Gary Thomas and the Wealth Technology Group in Westfield. Where it's not what you make, it's what you keep.
0: Rock 102 Springfield's Clash of Rockets 534 and the Black Crows in Rock 102.
1: Now, Now I'm starting to just think that Channel 22 has a quota. They have to put rain in the day every day Or somebody doesn't get paid. The Weather Channel says today will be cloudy and dry with a high of 73. The Weather Channel also says tomorrow will be sunny and warmer and dry with a high of 88. 22 News says in one way or another, with the exception of tomorrow, there'll be rain. Scattered storms, showers, or spot showers. One way or the other, rain every day but tomorrow. Uh, Today
0: on the show... We have so many tickets to give away. It's almost like we're uh, we're scalping them outside a show with like a trench coat on saying tickets, tickets, tickets. We got uh, tickets to see the uh, the live Music for Lorraine's show with Trailer Trash and a couple others. We talked about that, we gave away tickets yesterday, but also uh, some tickets to the One Roof Festival. We talked about this before at the Three County Fairground on September 18th with Lit, Marcy, uh, Marcy Playground, all the motels. Uh, when in Rome, we'll give those tickets away later on this morning, too. So, quite a few contests to uh, to win stuff today. Tickets and weather. That's all we're talking about today. Gotta maybe a few things, too. Uh, hey, on that. I think that's good. It's just about 536 on Rock 102. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rockets, 552 and Queen on Rock 102.
1: So, cloudy and dry today with a high of 73. Sunny and warmer tomorrow with a high of 88. Outdoor music should be unaffected by the weather. 65 now in downtown Springfield.
0: Hey, what do you say we hop right into mm. some Hollywood trash with Steve mm. Nagelabrock, and what do
2: do? Well, the internet has been obsessed with Christopher Maloney from Law & Order for a while now, thanks to his wondrous backside. And this is not going to help. Did you know they were uh, crazy about his butt? I,
1: I did not. I, I didn't know um, that either. I only watched a, a little bit of the that organized crime one, and I noticed he's gotten a lot older looking but i didn't notice his butt
2: well he's uh he's quite the uh the in shape dude if you know what i'm saying uh christopher is 60 now and he's on the cover in the new men's health magazine they have a rundown of his latest fitness regimen which includes photos videos and plenty of talk about his glutes in the interview he notes that his glutes are famous uh and says quote i catch flies with my butt cheeks like a venus flytrap. i'm clever with my butt cheeks Minutes after he said that, the writer says a fly landed on the table. Christopher clapped at it, killing it, sadly, with his hands.
0: Oh. Not with his butt, it, cheeks. butt cheeks. It's too bad.
2: He was also asked about the internet calling him a zaddy, which is an attractive older man with swag.
0: A zaddy? zaddy? I've never even heard
2: of that. Well, that's uh, that's something new, I guess. Think uh, distinguished vintage. And he seemed to embrace it, but he uh, first asked what it meant. Because he didn't know either. Mm. I, I just thought it was a cutie thing Or was it daddy plus, daddy platinum Is it reserved for an older gentleman Either way, check out the pictures of my backside
1: uh, I am looking at some of the photos from Men's Health He is in great shape for a 60 year old Assuming that these are not touched-up no, you know touched what?
0: up pictures But you know
1: what, when it comes to uh, focusing on a man's
0: uh, buttocks There's really only a handful of things that that thing is good for And most of them are really gross
1: For the most part yes
2: uh forbes announced rihanna has officially hit billionaire status they estimated her fortune to be worth 1.7 billion making her the second richest woman in the entertainment industry uh, second only to oprah this uh, new feat uh, makes her the richest female musician which is ironic considering the bulk of her fortune is not from her music it comes from her fenty fashion house and her cosmetics company fenty beauty which have only been around since 2017. Her full name is Robin Rihanna Fenty, so her brand is actually her namesake.
1: So she made like a billion dollars in four years? Yeah. That's wow. pretty impressive. If it's true.
2: She also has a lingerie line called the Savage X Fenty. So, there hmm. you go. Wow. Uh, she's uh, quite the busy businesswoman, so it's probably why she hasn't released any music in five years. Doesn't need
1: to. Yeah, why would you bother?
2: Well, she's a great musician though. She should uh, capitalize on that on top of the fashion thing. Uh, 1.7 billion isn't enough. You it, want 1.8 billion. Yeah, it would house. be a it would be a cap for me. I could stop
1: working after a billion. The story you're reading was probably written yesterday when she was worth 1.7 billion. Today she's probably 1.8 billion.
2: Uh, Rolling Stones drummer Charlie Watts is dropping out of the band's upcoming tour. He had an unspecified medical procedure, and while it was successful, he will need time to recuperate. Dude Uh, is
1: 80 years old. Was the unspecified medical procedure resurrection? No. No.
2: I would imagine
1: there was some
2: of that, though, to get him out of the bed, you know? I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. What I said, was that? I, said I, I bet you there was some of that to get him out of the bed, though.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you'd have to raise him from the dead.
2: Getting him on stage uh, in a walker or perhaps one of those wheelchair things you get at Walmart for the uh, people who can't move around. Maybe that they well. just
1: implant some kind of animatronics uh, machinery inside of him.
2: I don't know if they need to do that.
1: Uh, but he's 80 years old. The idea of going on a tour at the age of 80 yeah,
0: yeah. with Keith and Mick. Well, I'll have to ask of anybody.
2: Listen, they obviously love what they do so much that they keep working.
1: Or the people they live with, they can't stand so much, they have to stay out of the house.
2: No,
0: I think it's when people are willing to spend almost $300 a ticket to see the Rolling Stones. It gives you a little
1: extra push to get back out on the road. Yeah, but again, you know, when you're 80 years old and you've already got that much money, who are you making money for now? Uh, future generations? Nah, please.
2: No, I, like I said, I think they do it because it's fun for them.
1: Huh? Eh? Because they don't know anything else.
2: Uh, Sticks fans have started a petition to get the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's attention for Sticks to be considered for the nomination ballot. They've never been nominated, even though they've been eligible for eligible for over twenty years.
1: They've never even been nominated. No. No. Huh. Well, sticks kind of sucks anyway. Well,
0: regardless of uh, of well first of your all, your opinion—that's your opinion. But um, you know what the, the the biggest scam of that whole thing is? Mm. You only get one ticket. What? If if you're going in as a uh, as an inductee, yeah,
1: you get one ticket. Yeah, we only get two. Well, that may be true. And, and actually, no, uh, that's not true. They get one ticket for themselves. Or for a guest, for a guest, S- same thing as us.
2: Yeah, well, because you can't be inviting everybody uh, in the world to the same ceremony. No. If, you got, if you got like how many groups they are, how many people they usually nominate per year? Isn't it like five or six, or is it like ten? It's more like five
0: or six. Yeah.
2: Okay, but you're talking about you know famous people. Groups. Yeah. The the guest list could go on forever, so they probably have to limit it to a a point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Please. It's probably why the broadcasting one is doing it too, because they're they're afraid we'll all have hundreds of friends and guests.
2: Well, listen, a Holiday Inn can only take so many people at one time, (laughs) I suppose. Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber's Stuck With You has now raised over $3.5 million for the First Responders Children's Foundation with the money going directly to thousands of first responders' families around the country. And uh, a list of uh, behind-the-scenes moments, fun behind-the-scenes moments on movie sets includes Heath Ledger licking his lips as the Joker to keep his prosthetic scars on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Tell me another one.
2: And Jim Carrey being bitten so many times by penguins that a disclaimer was posted in the end credits of Mr. Popper's Penguins. <laughs> 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 i never even heard of the movie. And uh, in Clueless, Brittany Murphy's character says, you're a virgin who can't drive. In a later interview, Brittany said she was actually a virgin who couldn't drive. <laughs> All right,
0: that's not funny. <laughs> what? What? Because he was a virgin before. He got his license. Yeah.
2: Uh, Tom Hanks' brother Jim had to step in to be a stunt double in Forrest Gump when other stunt doubles were failing to recreate his awkward jog. They called it the stupid Hanks thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, I could go on and That's on. That's what I'm afraid of. But you didn't have the uh, the Jeopardy story. No. What's the
0: Jeopardy? no Jeopardy story? Well, Variety magazine is saying that Mike Richards is in negotiations to become the permanent host of Jeopardy. The, the old Kramer. No, that's Michael Richards. This is Mike Richards, who was a—he uh, was one of the early uh, guest hosts,
1: mm. and uh, it
0: looks like he is going to be the guy who gets the uh, the final job.
2: Well, that story was so interesting, I forgot to talk about it.
0: Apparently. Oh, I'm—I'm <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to drink uh, to break, drag us all down.
2: Uh, stick with the view from the couch. <laughs> <laughs> that's your Hollywood trash of on Rock 102. To right. so those who. <laughs> And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Grills, grills, grills. Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills.
0: Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you folks? Once upon a time, I was a strapping young man who could lift an entire trunk full of groceries out of my car all at once. I didn't care that the single-use plastic bags were cutting off all the circulation in my arms. I was an animal out there carrying all that food. Plus milk. Today I'll take multiple trips simply because I don't have the rippling muscle tone that I used to have back in the day. So when I see a young man at the Olympics like Ryan Krauser toss a 16 pound shot put 23.3 meters beating his own Olympic record to win the gold medal yesterday, I can only do one thing. And that is to do a quick metric conversion into something that I can actually understand. Of course, there are four ways to convert meters into standard measurements, the easiest of which is to consider that one meter equals 3.28 feet. So if you multiply that number of meters by 3.28, you would get the the right answer. But if you were going to factor in inches, then you would take the decimal and everything after it and multiply it by 12. Of course, there are also formulas for the metric to standard conversion to square feet, also the conversion formula to figure out square meters. I can also show you how to convert cubic meters into cubic feet. But in the case of Ryan Krauser's Olympic record-breaking gold medal performance yesterday, what's the point? All I can tell you is he threw the shot put 76 feet, five and a half inches. Now, to give you an idea of how far that is, that is longer than you'd have to toss a bowling ball. Unless you were tossing it from the shoe rental desk, in which case the next thing that gets tossed would be you, out the front door. If you were to compare it to throwing a football, that would be uh, just over 25 yards, or... Six and a half feet longer than Christian Vasquez of the Red Sox would have to throw to Kiki Hernandez to tag a guy stealing second base. And a baseball is only five and a half ounces, which, if I'm doing the metric conversion correctly, is 155.9 grams. So, when you put that all into perspective, you realize that the level of strength we're talking about here when it comes to Ryan Krauser. The only thing it'd be even more impressive if I could get this kid to grab the groceries out of my car, then all that strength would have some real-world value. But hey, enough of my yapping. Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. A wood fire—that's the way to cook. With our Traeger wood fire grill from Rocky's, you can roast a pork butt slow or grill a steak hot and fast. Burning hickory wood pellets—mmm, so delicious. Or apple. Or mesquite. You're gonna love your Traeger wood fire grill at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102,
2: Springfield's Classic Rock.
0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 613. And Tom Petty on Rock 102. Cloudy
1: today, but dry. Uh, No rain in the forecast, depending on where you look and the fact that it was raining earlier this morning. Um, A high today in the 70s. Tomorrow uh, starts a heat up, 88 for the high supposedly dry uh 65 now in downtown springfield
0: later on this morning we'll have a uh, four pack of tickets to the live music for lorraine's to help uh, lorraine soup kitchen which uh, features trailer trash on the 28th of august and we also have tickets to the one roof festival coming to the three county fairgrounds in northampton with lit and the motels, and uh, Marcy Playground. That's coming up on September 18th. We'll have tickets to that show later on today, too.
1: All right. Things are starting to get interesting in the Olympics, and I'm going to start watching now. Now? Now. In the final week? Yep, because this is when the big stuff happens. Uh, For the first time, the U.S. is sending a full rhythmic Olympic gymnastics team. Two individual performers and a five-woman group to compete this weekend. The gymnasts hope their increased presence would mark a turning point back home where they are often dismissed as ribbon twirlers and hula hoopers. Have you uh, seen that event in previous uh, Olympic games? In rhythmic gymnastics, they dance as they throw and catch items, including hoops, balls, ribbons, and clubs. I've seen the very same act at a circus. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, it's going to get tight. It's gonna get wild. <laughs> you want a rush? Yeah, I, I'll give you a rush. Rhythmic gymnastics. Rhythmic gymnastics. That's
0: a rush. You drop one of them flags on your foot. That's a rush. Rhythmic gymnastics. It's not one of the uh, more popular events. That's like one of those events where you know when you get your ticket package to the Olympics. I mean, uh-huh. this, you know, obviously, Tokyo doesn't matter, but other. Non-pandemic destroyed Olympic Games, mm. and you get a package full of tickets. But then you know, it also comes with rhythmic gymnastics. Those are the tickets you try to scalp outside the uh, the arena. You know, no one wants to go to that. No, no, no. I'm you're looking like, you're stuck with a- equestrian events.
1: I'm looking here at a photo of Laura Zhang of the U.S. performing uh, at the 2020 Summer Olympics. Uh, this oh, this is a photo. Again, they're thirteen hours ahead of us, so they've already uh, started the competitions. Not nothing, nothing wrong with this young lady. Well, it, you know, it's
0: not really about um, their their physical attractiveness. By the way, mm. I believe most of them are still teenagers, but nevertheless, it's just in the world of gymnastics, this would be on par, uh, like like card tricks or a dog act would be. Uh, in entertainment this would be like if you go to a comedy show and it's like three straight guitar acts in a row nobody Mm. wants
1: to see that gymnasts dance as they throw and catch items as i mentioned hoops balls ribbons a pair of clubs what do you mean like a two queens no kind of like clubs
0: like say uh like if you were gonna juggle
1: Mm. you know Mm. like you were gonna juggle bowling pins Bending and twisting across a carpet so quickly, it's often impossible for the untrained eye to understand the intricacy. Well, that's the way I feel about regular gymnastics. Oh, I see the club twirling now. Yeah, woo, yeah, yeah.
0: man! No, listen, it's uh, this is not this is this is not what NBC is hoping uh, will grab ratings.
1: Oh, I don't know about that, man. Yeah, trust me on this one. I'm looking at this uh, young lady. Uh, because it's a still photo and not a video, it's some kind of weird. She's bent over with oh, yeah. uh, one leg in the air, one leg on the ground, and there's a ball suspended in the air right above her. I think if you were going to watch the video of these events with you know
0: with all five participants, you'd say, "I have seen this at the Big E Circus." The same exact. Well, this
1: act. is probably where they go after the Olympics. It, it
0: probably is. The only difference between. The Olympics and the Big E is the amount of
1: elephant crap on the on the ground. That's the difference. Well, I don't know if Beulah's going to die at the Olympics or a Beulah stand-in. Um, well, I don't believe they're using
0: animals anymore in that circus.
1: Oh man, they even they, she even uh, they even use hand fans. Dude, oh, I'm sorry. This is during a break. This is (laughs) during a break. It's not competition. That's how they cool down from all that hot activity. (laughs) Uh, Well, I mean, I've I've no doubt that they're physically exerting themselves. uh, You know, and with the heat of Tokyo being what it is, even inside of a stadium, uh, you know, I'm sure these gals can work up a sweat. You know, I just did the story about uh,
0: Ryan Krauser, the uh, the shot putter, Mm. broke his own Olympic record. To win a gold medal yesterday, and it you know it's a 16 pound metal ball that the guy threw 76 five and a half inches. I mean, when you think about 16 and a half pounds, and you're throwing it that distance, 76 feet, seven five and a half inches? feet. Wow, that's a long distance mm. for 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 a heavy ball like that. You know, when I look at an event like that, I say, you know what, that takes a certain amount of uh, of athletic. Uh, strength and training. But when I look at rhythmic gymnastics or synchronized swimming, no offense to Um, these girls who have been training for the four years to get here, but to me, it's like, it it ain't on the same
1: level. It's called acrobatic swimming. Whatever it is. Get with the times. Whatever. It's still the same same thing. Well, but I think I told you yesterday, I I did read a story over the weekend, which kind of surprised me. The number of concussions... In uh, in that synchronized swimming is very high. They they were pointing out how some of them some of the girls wear or most of them wear bathing caps that actually have hard shells in them because between knees and elbows and even banging heads. Oh yeah, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, concussions. I don't know how many concussions there are to get in ribbon twirling, but. Uh,
0: well, you're twirling around. You could hit the mat a little hard. Somebody go wacky upside the head with a, uh, with a fan. I mean, there's uh, all kinds of uh, potential. I mean, you could, you know, these, uh, these, these, uh, these ribbons are all on a stick. You're mm. gonna impale somebody with that stick. Poke them right in the eye.
1: I could, I could see. Uh, speaking of eyes, I could see a lot more cases of googly eye uh, side effects. You know, you're trying to watch that ribbon moving around like that eventually i would think you could possibly detach your retinas and then you got googly eyes yeah maybe your, your eyes are just bouncing
0: all around in your head maybe but if uh if i had tickets to this event i would do as much as i can to get to the concession stand and stay
1: there oh come on now uh another one of those things that they they had um you know we talked about this a couple of times the um I'm sorry, the uh, other shot, I believe she was a shot putter, the woman whose mother died, um, Raven Saunders. Raven Saunders. Her mother died um, in Orlando at one of these Olympics viewing parties, and now Simone Biles is also uh, releasing information that an aunt died unexpectedly back home. So, you know... I mean, these are the kinds of things that can certainly affect the mental health of an athlete who's already on the other side of the world well, without a support network. Well, in this situation with Simone Biles, did the aunt die before or after
0: she backed out of competition? Uh, I think it was but, after.
1: Oh, I don't know. I thought
0: I thought it was before, uh, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I that that's the part of the story I'm not uh, really sure. It was certainly before. I think she went on the balance beam the other day, but be when after she. You know, left the, the team and individual, uh, you know, most of the imp- individual competition. Mm. I, I think, uh, you know, that it happened in between all of that. Oh, All right. Well, but,
1: yeah, what are you going to do? I mean, life life goes on and sometimes it doesn't. Where do you, where do you, I mean, I don't even know where you would get a shot put, but where do you get that ribbon on a stick? Well, I, would am, Dicks? I, I was, I was going to say,
0: uh, you know, after the Olympics, I'm sure Dix is going to stock up on Olympic ribbons. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, I would think so. Man, you I'm I'm sure you could probably fashion one yourself, but of course it would be like it'd be like going to the winter olympics with a homemade bobsled. Yeah,
0: you, you buy yourself like a like a like a stick you find in the woods, take some crepe paper, you got at the at the party warehouse and you're ready for the olympic games. Yeah. Yeah. Ribbons. How come the guys aren't doing this? Because guys generally find it to be stupid. <laughs> That's why.
1: Come on now. I'm just you're telling saying. Me, you're telling me you try to remember yourself again as a as a 20-year-old man. Yes. And, uh, and you know, looking for a lady friend. Yes. You're telling me that if some girl came up to you in a bar and uh, you asked her what she did for a living or, or if she had any talents— and she showed you some some ribbon twirling? Yeah. You wouldn't latch on to that like grim death? Well, first
0: of all, the idea of a woman uh, approaching me in college in a bar seems to be a little far-fetched already, so your entire premise is flawed.
1: Well, I think it, th- it starts to get a whole lot more realistic once she brings out the ribbon and stick. I'm pretty sure that the bouncer would ask her to leave it in front of the bar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just in case anybody gets hurt for liability what, what, what purposes, if the,
1: place, uh, the place is called the Rhythm and Stick Lounge. I, um, it might, but uh, I just can't
0: imagine they pull out the sticks and the ribbons when the when when it's uh, when it's bar time. Uh, Six twenty four with Bax and O'Brien to rock 102. 28 with Max and O'Brien to rock one hundred two.
1: Boy, that uh, that uh, I keep wanting to call him Mario. Andrew Cuomo. Uh, Yeah, I think Mario is uh, no longer with us. Although, from what I'm reading, uh, the nut doesn't fall far from the tree. That may be true. Although, it depends which nut you're talking about. Because it's not Chris. Chris Cuomo has not supposedly got any of this behavior, although he is in trouble for helping his brother write a statement. But uh, it sounds like the father and the oldest son. Wouldn't they say Chris is um, 13 or 16 years younger? I think they said thirteen. Yeah, I think it's like something like that. It's it's it's
0: a significant age difference, but you know he is just as capable of writing a phony apology like
1: anybody else. I suppose, um, but you now th- at this point now, even all the other governors are telling him to get out. Yeah, and and, uh, and all the other Democrats are telling him to get out. Everybody wants him out, and uh, you think about
0: it. You know, a year ago, everyone's saying, "Wow, what a what an impressive leader he is," and yeah. little did we know that. He may have been a dirtbag the entire time.
1: Might have. But then again, look at what else we were dealing with. Let's laugh. Tell
2: me. Tell me what's fun. It's Backson O'Brien's joke of the day. Well, it's nice to find a fellow with a keen sense of humor on Rock 102.
0: Jugged day brought to you by Gary Room Hyundai. Get three years complimentary maintenance of Gary Room Hyundai. Whiting Farms Road in Holyoke, and that's no joke.
2: Oh my God. That is. Hilarious. Springfield's
1: Classic Rock. A golfer stands in the tee box for what seems like an eternity to his partner. Yes. And he looks up. He looks down. He measures the distance. He figures the wind direction and the speed. The longer he takes, the more impatient his partner gets. Till finally the guy yells, what's taking you so long? Just hit the damn ball! And the guy goes, well, my uh, my wife is up there watching me from the clubhouse, so I want to make the perfect shot. And the partner goes, forget it, man. You'll never hit her from here. <laughs> <laughs> She's only watching him. And they, he thinks, the other guy thinks, that his, the first guy's. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Booyah!
0: 633 with Baxon O'Brien to Rock 102. It's time for news. Brought to you by Servio Locksmith. They got a key for that. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel.
2: Thanks, Bax. Emergency crews were called to a garage fire in Ludlow earlier this morning. According to officials, it occurred at 119 Howard Street just after 4. It was reported to the Ludlow Central Public Safety Dispatch by a nearby residence. You mean they called the police? Yes,
1: they dialed uh, 911.
2: When crews arrived, they found heavy fire coming from the single-car uh, detached garage. The fire was contained and put out quickly. But the garage sustained significant damage. No injuries are reported, and the cause is under investigation. It's
1: like they're trying to just add and pad more time. Yeah, or, or just make it sound like more important things happen. They had a story yesterday in the paper of how uh, uh, the Holyoke firefighters were returning from a fire when they spotted uh, another fire. It was Westfield. Was it Westfield? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and they were on the scene fighting the fire before the first 911 call came in. That's pretty wild.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, uh, you're driving by, you see the smoke. It's not like they just, well, you know what, we'll wait for the call to come in.
1: I thought they had to go back to the firehouse first and start from, you know, it's, it's like a, it, what's a game you play as a kid where you had to go back to the starting point and start over again? Uh Shoots and ladders? No, 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 no! like a physical game, you know, kind of like a hide-and-seek or, or something like that. Yeah. I, what
0: was that game?
1: I, I don't know. I'm not sure. But, you know, I thought that's the way firefighters were. I thought they had to go back to the firehouse before they could go out to another fire. I'm, I
2: don't know how that works. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Drive,
1: drive right past it. And go out. Well, yeah. We gotta go and back. We go. Gotta go back to I mean, start. I mean, isn't response time kind of an important part of uh, fighting fires? Well, yeah, but response times are figured out from the firehouse. Uh,
2: according to the State Department of Fire Services, at around 2 p.m., Westfield firefighters saw smoke in the area of Parker Street when they were returning to Station Three from training. While responding to the area, fire was seen coming from the rear of a home on Parker Street. The fire spread to the rear uh, of the home and. Ex- near an exterior porch uh the westfield fire department was in the right place at the right time to knock down this fire quickly but an engine company won't always be passing by said chief Egloff. it's much safer to prevent uh, a fire in the first place by extinguishing smoking materials properly yeah, no
1: kidding duh
2: talking to you betty yeah
1: and if and if we did that you, you would never have to work uh, although they were on their way back from training
2: He's making a point uh, about fire safety. No, I
1: know that, but he doesn't really want that. If people if people were so <laughs> Yeah, I think they do. I think that's kind of part of firefighting is fighting it.
2: No, no, it's so, preventing so, it. So cops are like, uh, you put your seatbelt on. R- right. But, right, but, really, but they
1: really want to be cutting you out of a car. Yeah, they really yeah. want to
2: see your body splattered yeah. all over the highway. Exactly. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. It's not like NASCAR <laughs> where you're just waiting for an accident to happen. Oh, sure
1: it is. <laughs> I'm sure. Believe me, Steve, it's exactly <laughs> what is. I'm sure, sure there are
0: fire
2: departments all over the area saying, thank God he didn't wanted to be a cop. Mm-hmm. Uh, four New York City men uh, called police for assistance Wednesday evening after they became disoriented while hiking the Mass Audubon Trail.
1: Excuse well. me, it, it was Mother May I. Mother.
2: May I. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah that was that Mother was the, May I. That was
1: uh, my my ex wife who remembered that. Mother May I? Because she still plays it?
2: Uh, yes, really? yes, no.
1: yeah. Mother May I?
2: Mm-hmm. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Shelburne Fire Captain Robert Manners. Oh, is he related to Miss Manners?
1: Captain Manners. Yeah. Oh, he must be a very nice guy. He's
2: very polite. Yes, he, he is. Said it around six thirty p.m. Well, I just want to let you know that mm-hmm. the men called nine one one and they wanted to be located, and we went out and got them. It was such a good, good rescue. Wouldn't
0: it be good weird rescue. if you actually met the what was it Captain, Captain Manners? Captain, Captain Manners. Manners. Yeah. He's got his elbows on the table. He's yep. belching at the table. He's yep. not. He's leaving less than a fifteen percent tip. Yeah. Never wrote a thank you
1: card in his life. <laughs> very, very obnoxious man. Very uh, rude.
2: Captain Manner said at around six thirty P.M. the men called nine one one asking to be located and rescued after they lost track and got concerned because they didn't have a flashlight as it got darker. Well, we just ran out there and we gave them a flashlight and it was just it was just a wonderful wonderful reunion.
1: We even put the batteries in it for them. They had a flashlight, but the batteries were in backwards, <laughs> so we turned them around the right way, and uh, they were all set. And then we invited them back to the fire department
2: for a potluck dinner. But they <laughs> ate with their hands. We cordially invite you back for the potluck. Well, uh, thank you, Captain Manners. Well, you have the, uh, we made sure that they knew how to play set with the salad fork on the outside mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. fork on the inside.
0: I'm going to bet you this guy answers every phone call by saying, What? <laughs> Uh,
2: police yeah. Are- <laughs> What's your problem? Police and fire crews from Shelburne Falls, Greenfield, and Colerain assisted with the search. After nearly four hours, crews located the men using a tracker on their cell phones and a drone to pinpoint their exact location. None of the men
1: were injured. They were eight feet away from the trail. They were like, they were 20 feet behind the fire department. Yeah. They they could see the trail from where they were at. The they drone just... goes up, it's barely at the treetops, and there's the men standing there. That's going to really try the patience of Captain Manners. Oh, we were You ra- stupid sons of... I mean, uh, hello, yeah, gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let me help you out of the woods.
0: May I escort you back to the trail, yeah. back to safety.
2: A uh, former West Springfield police captain was found guilty of taking more than $17,000 from the evidence room at the city's police department. Was that wrong? wrong? (laughs) Had I known. (laughs) According to a news release from the attorney general's office, 54-year-old Daniel Spalding of West Springfield was found guilty of official position to obtain an unwarranted privilege. Spalding, you'll get nothing in like it. A 5-day trial in Hamden Superior Court ended on Monday after an investigation by state police assigned to the AG's office back in May of 2017. The West Springfield Police and the Hamden County DA's office referred the to the Attorney General's office after the department conducted an inventory of cash in their evidence room that had been forfeited by the court. It was discovered that there were 3 missing evidence bags of money totaling $17,611 in March of 2017. Spalding was interviewed in May of 2017 by the AG's office and did not disclose any details of the missing evidence bags. The missing evidence bags were later turned in by Spalding to the West Springfield Police Department. He said he had believed they had been tampered with and took the money to his office for safekeeping to give to the auditors. Oh, I'll just, uh, I believe these may have been messed with. Let me just take this back to my office by myself. Yeah, The uh, money was examined by investigators that determined that the money from the evidence bags had been replaced uh, because some of the bills were paid out by the Federal Reserve after the date the money had been originally seized. So if you get, uh, you know, uh, a $20 bill that says uh, 2017 on it, and when they had already marked the bills as tw- being 2016 and earlier.
1: Yeah, I believe a- it was that he believed he was using it as a loan, and then replacing it. But the thing of it is, is that when money is seized, they do write down all the serial numbers of all of the bills. It's not good enough to just have the same amount of money. You have to have the exact same... Uh, uh, the same bills. Yes, yeah. thank you. So well, you.
0: So in other words, it's not uh, a heavily guarded ATM
1: No. Well, it should be. I mean, the evidence room should be. Well, heavily guarded, but not an ATM. No.
2: Um, That's how that was discovered in Springfield when that was happening. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. With the bills replaced that were newer than what the evidence was seized at the time. Yeah. Uh, a Springfield man accused of kidnapping an 11-year-old girl last year is due in court today. Miguel Rodriguez is accused of kidnapping and sexually assaulting the girl back on January 15th of 2020. He was arrested after the girl who was reported kidnapped was found in his car on the Mass Pike during a statewide Amber Alert. This is where the two people chase the guy, right? Isn't this the one where they... I think so, they, yeah. Or they followed him. Yeah. They spotted the car during the Amber Alert and then they followed him. Uh, Rodriguez allegedly kidnapped the girl while she was walking home from the bus stop after school. The Commonwealth shared details from police reports, which state Rodriguez admitted he had surveyed the area for two days before the alleged kidnapping, looking for any home surveillance and targeting the victim after seeing her walk home alone. The Commonwealth's report also said uh, inside the vehicle's inside the defendant's car was rope, gloves, duct tape, and extra license plates with magnetic attachments. The police report said the defendant admitted to his uh, intention to use the items in his car to, to keep the child confined. He's expected to appear in Hamden District Court for a motion hearing. That's kind of scary.
1: Yeah, it is, uh, particularly if the guy has spent uh, a day or two okay. surveilling and trying to figure out somebody's routine.
2: Uh, Bradley Airport TSA found a lipstick stun gun and three random 380 caliper bullets during a security screening on Tuesday. A picture of the lipstick stun gun, tweeted by Dan Velez, TSA media spokesman for New England, shows what appears to be a red and pink lipstick case with a button on the side, and it's actually a stun gun. TSA, not
0: actual lipstick. <laughs> like you're gonna zap yourself while
1: trying to, uh, you know, reapply your lipstick. Probably not. Uh, I'm looking at one right now, just $16.99 on Amazon. It's a beautiful looking, uh, yeah, looks very much like a lipstick uh, canister.
2: $16.99? Yeah. What the hell is that going to do to somebody? It'll zap you. For how long and how bad?
1: long enough for you to be able to get away. That's the whole idea. The problem with the, the... Civilian stun guns are not the ones that have the prongs that shoot out of them. They're the ones for mm. close up. You know, if somebody grabs a woman, mm. uh, she can at least, you know, stun him to get out of his grasp. It's right. not going to incapacitate him like the police uh, stun gun will.
0: But it's not like if uh, if a woman is approached by you know, some guy with a gun and says, you know, no. Give me your purse. And she says, Well, hold on. Let me just reapply my lipstick. That's probably not going to
1: happen. Well, it might. I mean, who knows? If she's uh, if she's sharp on her feet, if she thinks on her feet and she says, look, I'll give you the purse, but I just bought this lipstick and I really, it was so hard to get. Yeah. I really don't want to have to try to get another." And then, you know, it was like when Elaine was grabbing the banaca so that she could spray Joe, uh, Joe, uh, Davola, Davola. Yeah. Crazy Joe Davola with the banaca. Gave him the Banaka blast,
0: yeah. If I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's so hard to match those colors of those lipsticks too. It can <laughs> yeah,
1: be. It's so, so challenging. Did
2: Joe DiVolo also get his hand smashed in a trunk?
1: Uh, no, God, not? no. That was um, that was Mike Moffat. <laughs> Sorry, I can't the, keep up with the me. fact I can even remember <laughs> that. <laughs> As a guy who thought Jerry was a phony,
2: but you can't remember what happened five minutes nope, ago. No, nope. no. Yeah.
1: But Mike Moffat, was the—he uh, wanted to be a bookie, and uh, he was not very good at it.
2: Uh, some idiot was on the highway in uh, northern Michigan on Tuesday and decided to start huffing nitrous oxide behind the wheel. You know, laughing gas. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, we don't know his name, but he's 32 years old, and there were three other people in the car, including two children, ages eight and oh, eleven. Boy. As soon as he huffed it, he passed out, drove across the meeting, and then smashed through a yield sign. Then he woke up, swerved back onto the meeting, and managed to stop the car before anything else happened. He
1: passed out and woke up before the car came to a stop? Yeah.
2: Firefighters had to use the jaws of life to get them out, but luckily none of their injuries were life-threatening. Police arrested him for driving under the influence, and he's probably facing charges of child endangerment as well.
1: But the firefighters thanked him because they knew that if he hadn't have done this, they wouldn't have a job.
2: Yeah. He said, uh, you know, uh, nobody should be huffing uh, laughing gas while they're driving. But.
1: But If you do, we'll be there to pick you up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Captain Manners here will tell you all about it. It's okay. We'll take you
2: directly to the hospital, okay? (laughs) All right. We're going to take good care of you. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be cloudy with a high of 69, giggity. Tomorrow, uh, mostly sunny with a high of 87. It is 64 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh yeah.
1: Hey, Bax, let's talk about two true icons.
2: Is this about us, the Bax and
0: O'Brien show, finally getting inducted into the Massachusetts Broadcasters Hall of Fame after 26 years?
1: No, you ninny. I'm talking about bacon and brews. Really? You have this ninny's full attention? George Thurgo to Rock 102. Sometimes I uh, can jump to conclusions and uh, even occasionally be wrong. Really? Yeah. It happens uh, every now and then. No kidding. Uh So 22 News is running this scroll this morning. It says, gun safety organizations change the ref and stop handgun violence unveiled uh, two new billboards placed right near the headquarters of Smith & Wesson. Now, I just kind of went, change the ref. Obviously, they misspell that something. Uh, I don't know what it's supposed to say. No, it actually is. Um, ChangeTheRef.com is an organization that raises awareness about mass shootings and works to reduce the influence of the NRA and gun manufacturers through strategic interventions and by using art as a form of communication. So they they purchased two billboards, apparently, right near or outside of uh, Smith & Wesson, which is kind of interesting because there's another story out this morning that says Mexico is now suing Smith & Wesson. As the well entire as
0: country of Mexico? The
1: government of Mexico, as well as a number of other gun manufacturers because, they say, these are the companies that are providing the drug cartels with weapons. They refer to the cartel members as the snakes, and the guns are the venom. So, Well, who are we talking about? Uh, late last week. Uh, the uh, Newtown organization. Yeah, but it was like sued. a. It was a settlement. Yeah, and it, it yep. didn't reach. Uh, it didn't reach uh, like, like the trial stage, mm-hmm. but they settled, I and mean, yep. it wasn't Smith and Wesson. It was no, it was, uh, I mean, it, was it was Glock like, or um, Remington. Remington, or I think. Yeah, yeah. right. But uh, yeah. So, so now so the whole country of uh, Mexico is now suing. Uh, Smith and West. Well, based on on that settlement,
0: I can see a lot more lawsuits being filed against gun manufacturers if they think they can settle something.
1: Uh, from the families of victims, perhaps. Yeah. Not necessarily from the governments of countries.
0: No, but you can see where people may get a little, you know, litigious yeah. over this, and and it almost doesn't really matter where it's coming from. Smith and West is still going to have to find a way. To defend itself and and, uh, and make their case, even if it is against
1: an entire nation. I, I understand the idea, uh, the concept of this change the ref billboard thing. But just because you're putting the billboards next to the building, I, I don't know. I don't know how many out-of-towners going by on 291, coming off the Mass Pike, know that that even is Smith & Wesson. Um, the big sign outside the building? you know that could just be two guys i think anyone who knows
0: that springfield is the home smith and wesson (laughs) and sees a sign on roosevelt avenue that says smith and wesson is probably going to deduce hey there's a pretty good chance that smith and wesson is around this industrial area somewhere i I
1: don't know about that
0: maybe it's that really old building off the road it's another assumption Yes, it is. It's uh, 6.58 with and O'Brien and Rock 102. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Far be it from me to defend an organization like ESPN, but in a country where we found ourselves divided on things like gender equality, political divisiveness, capital riots, race, unemployment, inf- uh, inflation, gun violence, or whether or not to get vaccinated for a potentially life-threatening respiratory virus, You would think that our elected officials would be more concerned over that stuff than whether or not ESPN played a part in destabilizing a football conference. But of course, that's not how governing a country of 331 million people works out. Yesterday, Kansas Senator Roger Marshall called for an investigation into whether ESPN, the worldwide leader in sports in sleepy Bristol, Connecticut, tampered in the decision for both Oklahoma and Texas to leave the Big 12 conference and join the SEC, where ESPN happens to have a $3 billion broadcast contract, which starts in 2024. Senator Marshall, who apparently has nothing else to do in the U.S. Senate, but to worry about college football, has cited the cease and desist order against ESPN. that was written by Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bowlesley. Uh, about being the catalyst in sparking the investigation into whether any antitrust laws may have been violated. ESPN claims that the allegations of tampering are without merit, and that's just about good enough for me. My question is, with all the important stuff facing this country, where does the destabilization of the Big 12 conference fall on the government's list of priorities? On my list of important things, it falls below naming of the new host of Jeopardy!, but slightly ahead of who will be the next winner on Dancing with the Stars. And yet, Senator Marshall of Kentucky is treating this as if lives were at stake, which I can assure you, they are not. Is ESPN guilty of tampering? I have no idea. Are they in violation of antitrust laws? I couldn't tell you. Perhaps you could talk to a lawyer who specializes in that kind of thing. All I know is that when I get to the gas station this morning to fill my gas tank at $3 a gallon, the very last thing in my mind will be whether the Big 12 Conference will be able to survive losing two major football powerhouses like Texas and Oklahoma. I'm pretty sure I'll be focusing my outrage on other stuff. But hey, NFMI Yappin' Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You got a big mess in your hands? The thing you need is the big nine-gallon Craftsman wet-dry vac. That thing really sucks and it's on sale right now. 50 bucks with your Rockies Ace Rewards card. The August sales flyers on Rockies website are loaded with bargains like the Craftsman wet dry available today at your neighborhood Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Springfield. Rock 102 Springfield's classic rock at
1: 714. And Don Henley on Rock 102. Really wish I kept the insurance on those eagle tickets. Well, that would have made so much more sense. <laughs> but then again, <laughs> it did make sense for you to keep it in the first place. Yeah. Uh, well, and and at this point now, I would I would need the insurance uh, to pay me off because I'm just I'm not going inside of a place with twelve thousand or fifteen thousand people. So uh, I wouldn't be going even if I still had them. When was the date for it? Uh, August twenty seventh. Oh yeah. Um. Do you do this? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, I've never this, done. It. Just stop. Never it. even considered. Stop it. it. What's wrong with you? But I told you that that's the cantaloupe uh, scene. Actually, <laughs> where Jerry won't try the cantaloupe. Uh, TikTok. Are you familiar with it? I am. Do you go on it? I go on
0: it. I don't. Uh, I do not uh, create content.
1: You, well, on it. that's probably a good thing because otherwise you might be in trouble. I mean, like life. Kind of trouble. Uh, TikTok is being exposed as rising stars are dying from suicide, addiction, shootings, and stunts. Are you Are you familiar with Timbo the Redneck? I have. Uh, I heard the story about Timbo the Redneck, but yeah. he is not. Uh, he is not one
0: that uh, I've seen videos of.
1: Timbo the Redneck, uh, apparently a popular guy on uh, TikTok. And this past Saturday, one of the things that he, I guess, is famous for, maybe, uh, he's doing donuts in the uh, front of his house in a pickup truck that he owned. Mm -hmm. And um, clearly not seat belted into the truck. And at some point, the uh, truck flipped and he was ejected out the driver's window and then the truck landed on him. And he was killed. That's um, tragic. But on the other hand, um, how many people liked the video? Uh, I'm not sure. I, I believe, well, he had uh, had accumulated over 2 million likes on the app, not necessarily for this particular video. And fans have donated almost $10,000 for funeral costs. Uh, yeah, you know, you, you fall... You, you, the the vehicle flips over. You don't have a you don't have a seatbelt on. You're going out the window, and then the vehicle's flipping in the direction you're falling. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of you is probably going to get rolled. Um, I just there's another kid here, uh, 19 years old. Oh, this is this is the one who was shot in uh, in a, in the movie theater in California on a first date. Watching the movie Purge, um, he died after being shot. She was also fatally shot in the head and died on the scene. Um, the shooting was unprovoked. They don't believe there was any connection between the shooter and the victims. So, I mean, that's just circumstance. That, that's it. Yeah, that's, that's just you know, wrong place, wrong time. Could have been anybody. But uh, another one. Another one. Beauty guru Ethan is supreme whose real name is ethan peters died uh, reportedly after a, a struggle with uh, a drug addiction again
2: again that, that's, I, there's that's, no
0: there's correlation no, there's no connection to what they do on tiktok and you know the the guy in the truck mm. yeah you know, if the if the purpose was to make a video for tiktok for that purpose mm-hmm. then yes you could say that tiktok you know uh, or his desire to get a lot of likes on 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 TikTok or happy watched the video or like it you know it, there's a there's a correlation but in the other two cases it's you know just complete coincidence
1: i mean you could probably i don't know you know maybe could you find uh, a number of deaths within a group of influencers on any other platform probably probably, probably. you know i mean people die every day and there are lots and lots of people that are involved in social media these days. 18-year-old girl who died by suicide back in February. Um, she had 1.4 million followers and a YouTube page. She was vlogging her life. Um, and she, she took her own life. Um, uh, again, I don't, I, don't, I don't know whether they're trying to insinuate the TikTok... Attracts these kinds of people or creates them?
0: Well, I think or neither. It, I don't know. I mean, you know, there are there are some people um, on social media that get a lot of validation from people's responses, mm-hmm. and they're seeking out that validation specifically. And you know, they're maniacal about following, but about you tracking how many you know likes and follows their posts have amassed and there are some people who for whatever reason if the number is not high enough it you know it eats away at their self esteem now for me if i post something online it's primarily to promote something we're doing here yeah you know, i mean i don't, you know, I don't necessarily don't need the validation for people to like you know what i post you know personally it's you know, it's more kind of business related i don't you know if it if no one likes it and no one likes it no big whoop but for some people you know, their self-esteem is so shallow or damaged or, you know, they're so insecure that this is what they desire. Now, having said that, you can lose hours of your day watching stupid videos on TikTok. Right. Oh, yes. Sure. I saw one yesterday. Some woman set up a zip line in her backyard. Mm -hmm. And uh, so she had it from like uh, like one elevated I think it was like a tree. I mean, it didn't yeah. show. It didn't show exactly where she started right. on the zip line, but she made the mistake of attaching the line to another oak tree at the far end of her uh, backyard. Hmm. So, as you can imagine, there's only only one place to go in a zip line at the very end. Well, you do need a start point and an end point. Yes, but usually in a zip line situation, there's a soft place to mm-hmm. land to put your feet and in, in this case the only place for her uh to stop her uh, the inertia built yeah. up over there yeah. was another tree mm-hmm. now i don't know what happened uh, she i'm seeing clearly uh, got uh, got uh, got messed up got i'm all seeing a up.
1: cartoon character I'm seeing some kind of cartoon With the, Where the arms and yes. legs are like uh, extended straight. out the back of the tree. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It was yeah. very
0: much like that, but she was actually <laughs> horizontal to the tree, uh-huh. so uh, she probably cracked every rib in her body and maybe even a few other things. Yes. while she was at it. Exactly. Now you watch a video like that; that's hilarious. Yeah. So but- you got to you got to like something like that. So while... You know, she may be in the hospital with the, with broken bones and a concussion. At least she got a lot of likes.
1: Yeah, but, you know, you're talking about spending a number of hours of your day watching videos on TikTok. Why would you do that when you can just as easily spend the same amount of hours on the same computer watching uh, Pornhub or any of the <laughs> other hubs within it? After a while, like anything else, you get bored. Well, but if you're doing it like uh, we talked about yesterday in the news, You know, trying to keep that prostate healthy with 21 uh, climaxes a day. No, I understand that. But, you know, there's only 24 hours in a day. But what makes uh, something like
0: TikTok or Instagram or Facebook videos a little bit more interesting is that there's a variety of stuff. If you go into, like, Pornhub or YouPorn or whatever it's going to be.
1: It's a variety. It's, after
0: a while, it's like the same no. old oh, thing. Oh, good
1: God! No, you have no idea what you're talking. No, about. No, I do know what I'm no. talking about. No. It's like,
0: like, yes, it's all sex. No. It's all different forms of sex. It's all different forms of physical action. But mm-hmm. if if I got you know one guy making fun of a Greta Van Fleet video, and then the next uh, uh, video, it's some woman slamming into a tree with her chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it it the variety what of, of it is far vast.
1: Far more vast than you would find in a porn site. Which uh, which of the platforms are you referring to with the woman slamming into a tree with her chest? Because well, I've th- seen that on you, porn. Not no, the TikTok version. There's <laughs> yeah.
0: A, yeah, there's a lot of slamming going on in those uh-huh. other videos. But I'm with talking. tree trunks. Actual trees, like in a forest uh, 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 type of
1: thing. I don't know about that. It
0: winds up being, a, you know, depending on, on what uh, is being presented to you, sometimes it's just a little bit more entertaining. Well. Depending on your definition, exactly. Depending on your definition of entertainment. Now, yep. you know, listen, I can watch uh, videos for for quite a while. After a certain period of time, uh, I go. You know what? I wonder what's going on on TikTok. After mm-hmm. all those hours of watching the videos that, like, you would watch, for example. Right. Well, I probably have a very healthy prostate because of it. I hope. <laughs> but they're not talking about 21 times in a single day. Uh,
1: that's that's not easy anymore.
0: Seven twenty four on Rock 102. One roof. like toast is a pretty simple thing to make, but I'm telling you, uh, it can be very complicated, and especially when, with that toast, you're looking to include avocado, uh, cherry smoked bacon, and uh, everything bagel seasoning, like they've got at Dunkin'.
1: Yeah, but I gotta tell you, I have uh, actually participated in the eating of... The grilled cheese melt, and when I get it with the white cheddar cheese or the American and the American cheese, it's actually not an or thing. You get both of those kinds of cheeses. I also like to get the slice of black forest ham and. It's a very good sandwich. Of course it's a good sandwich. Dunkin's
0: not making uh, making half-rate sandwiches. They're making good stuff. And I'll tell you what, you pair any of those things, uh, whether it's the avo- the bacon-topped avocado toast or the non-bacon-topped avocado toast or the grilled cheese melt, and then add uh, pair it up with some ice-cold cold brew, now you're talking. You know, they call it avo-toast for short. Yeah, I don't do that. I would call it avo-toe. I don't even do that. America runs on Duncan. It's just about 728 with Bax and O'Brien, Rock 102. You know, if you miss any Bax and O'Brien show, you can check out the Bax and O'Brien Daily Podcast. It gets posted every single weekday. And you can uh, find it on com or on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find it. And it's all brought to you by Gary Thomas of the Wealth Technology Group. And Baxi's musical podcast this week, my special guest, Frank Hannon from from the band Tesla. All of that available on BaxnoBrien.com.
1: You know, uh, when you run for office, whatever it might be, uh, or you're going to run for office, you want to be on the ballot, there are certain requirements that you have to meet, one of which includes gathering signatures, uh, another which includes turning in those signatures in a proper fashion. Uh, I was informed that a certain uh, candidate, actually incumbent, would have been incumbent uh, member of the Chickabee School Committee, who I will only refer to as uh junior, apparently, uh, again, and even if you're already in office and you want to run for re-election, again, you have to go out and get those signatures. You also have to bring them in by a certain time. Mm-hmm even on a certain date at a certain time. And even if you're five minutes late, uh, too late, that's why we put this time and date limit on it. And oh, by the way, when you get all those signatures, you might want to include your own. Because you like yourself and you believe that you deserve the job, mm-hmm. but if you turn in the petition or the or the the list and you don't even have your own name on it, that that's kind of goofy. I mean, your your own
0: signature
1: your or own like, like at, at the top of the page, you write your name. No, and- you put yourself in as one of the people yeah. who believe you should have the job. I uh,
0: I also have heard that uh, not only that incumbent but uh, another incumbent in town. Uh, failed to get enough signatures to uh, file for re-election. Get enough signatures or have enough certified? My understanding is get enough signatures. It could be either or. It could
1: be either or. And and uh, that's why most of them will go out and get a percentage more than they need. Oh, you
0: always get more than you need for that very reason. You never know who's signing it and uh, whether or not they're even uh <laughs> whether or not they're registered voters mm-hmm. or even in your town no. you have to make sure that happens hard lesson for junior and for that other guy it's 7 30 we've got news next to rock 102. Hey, ba- 7 33 with O'Brien and o'brien to rock 102 it's time for news brought to you by yankee home improvement all month long receive 40 percent off installation of windows doors and yankee homes signature one day bath system always use the keyword rock 102 Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel.
2: Thanks, Max. Uh, last hour, I told you about a uh, garage fire that happened in Ludlow uh, this morning. Yes. Yeah, And that, uh, that, was, that story uh, was from uh, Western Mass News. Okay. And uh, I had said that the a fire occurred at 119 Howard Street just after 4 a.m. Right. I was also just informed by a neighbor uh, who says, no, that's not 119 Howard Street. That's 236.
1: Two thirty-six, which, uh, which which would seemingly, seemingly be on the other side of the street,
2: <laughs> and uh, down the street, <laughs> like yeah. a, down a block, yeah. much further. Well, so, uh, I
1: mean, yeah, but you you've seen some crazy uh, numbering of oh, yeah. houses in some places, but the difference between the odd and the even is usually the opposite side of the street.
2: Yeah, uh, but you think you'd, as a news organization, you might want to get that particular address correct well
1: but maybe the fire burned the numbers off the front of the house
2: yeah so it was 236 but it looked like 119 by the time it was all melted
1: right it was melted and dripping and we couldn't read the numbers uh
2: but it was reported through the ludlow central public safety dispatch by a nearby resident
1: in other words someone called nine one one.
2: that's what that means
1: uh, potentially yes when (laughs) crews arrived why
2: didn't they just say that when crews arrived, they found heavy uh, fire coming from the single-car detached garage. The fire was contained but put out quickly, and the garage sustained uh, significant damage, but no injuries were reported. Uh, the person, that uh, the neighbor that told me about this, mm-hmm. uh, that the house that they're talking about at 119 doesn't even have
1: a garage doesn't have a garage well no. it could be detached and down the road it could be detached and <laughs> yeah. at 236 yeah well
2: <laughs> you know how mgm moved that armor he, yeah uh, yeah from, a, from one <laughs> side of the, the exactly. lot to the other they could do it with the with these garages mm-hmm. i, I kind of like that uh, three dozen groups filed a total of 30 initiative petitions with Attorney General Maura Healey's office by the end-of-the-day uh, End of the day deadline on Wednesday, kicking off a months-long process that will determine which proposed laws and constitutional amendments will go before the voters. Were
1: you know, they five minutes late, too? They probably were. They were probably all on time. Yeah, they, they must have been.
2: Yeah. In addition to uh, questions that supporters unveiled in recent days with public campaign launches, Sponsors submitted proposals that would require all elections. Massachusetts to use uh, hand-counted paper ballots, legalize the sale of consumer fireworks, require the state to make legal assistance available in eviction proceedings, and once again uh, permit uh, certain happy hour drink specials that have been banned since 1984. This is the one that should be on the ballot. Yeah,
1: no kidding. It it should be. Um, But you know what? On a a side note, uh, they were just doing a story on on the Today Show about... uh, Spirit Airlines, which I actually hope ends up going out of business. They're having such a horrible week. But one of the things they were talking about was the uh, disruptive behavior on planes Mm -hmm. by drunken passengers. And they said how airport managers are now sending out letters to airport restaurants to say, stop allowing. And I'm sure this began because of the pandemic, just as it did restaurants everywhere. Stop allowing restaurant patrons to leave the restaurant with alcohol. If, if you they have to go alcohol in the restaurants in the airport and you put it in a cup, and, you know, you've already gone through TSA, right. and, and you can just walk to the gate and then get onto the plane holding a full cup of booze. Well, well, if it, you just spent $28 on yeah. a bottle of Sam Adams, you
2: want to at least finish <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. But, yeah. What, but what's the difference of you sitting in the restaurant and drinking there before you, your flight gets called? Well, I don't see what the... Uh,
1: Well, the difference is because you could be delayed, you could be there hours before the plane, you could be there longer than the flight lasts. And of course, they're not going to start serving booze till they're at cruising altitude. So that's another half an hour, 40 minutes before you're going to be able to get that drink on the plane. So what the hell, I might as well get one in the restaurant and carry it on with me. But you could also go to the airport bar, and, and if you know there's a delay... You yeah. still take your time to do it. I know, it's what I just said, and then you take it with you because it's going to be another 40 minutes before you can get a drink you on know, the plane. But
0: what I'm saying, I th- I think Steve is right, you know, really, what's the difference? If, you've, if you find out there are, there are further delays, you're just going to go right back to the bar and keep drinking.
2: Believe me, uh, being uh, <clears throat> an experienced drinker, uh, there's plenty of time to get messed up before you get on the plane.
1: Yeah, absolutely, but if the... If the uh, restaurants are letting you leave with the, with the booze and you're going back just to sit in the waiting area with your family while you finish that drink, <clears throat> and it's probably not a good idea.
0: You know, when it comes
1: to the idea of Massachusetts you know, reinstating
0: you know, happy hours, you know, we, we also have laws in which a bartender can stop serving you if you are beyond uh, a certain level of inebriation. In fact, supposed to. They're supposed to. So to me, it doesn't. To me, it doesn't make any sense to not to, to 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 continue to impose that ban when the ultimate responsibility falls on one, the customer, but two, more importantly, the bartender who's liable if that person you know, were to leave and get hurt. So to me, it's like you know, then then why are you doing it if there's if there's already a uh, a system in place to prevent someone from getting totally cocked
2: oh. at a bar.
0: You know, then what's the difference? What's the difference yeah, between yeah, so,
2: having a, for, a, this or not? For example, that uh, we talked about the story about the disturbance uh, at the Daily Pint in Wilbraham the mm-hmm, other day, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, you, you read more about the story. The Daily Pint did their job. They these folks showed up to the to the bar already drunk. They refused to they refused to serve them. They then called the police because they were making a disturbance, and that's how the whole arrest happened. So there was a preventative measure in there in place and and good on the Daily Pint for recognizing that, you know, you're not serving somebody more booze when they walk in the door and they already appear inebriated.
1: Well, we talked about this before, and I've got to believe that someone somewhere, whether it was MAD or some other organization that did the homework and looked to see whether or not the traffic fatalities involving alcohol actually increased when a state began uh, happy hours, or decreased when they stopped it. And, and whether or not you can draw an actual correlation between the two based on numbers, not just based on, you know, well, we don't like the idea of discounted drink prices. Well, well the, you know, if you, if you go back though, so it's 1984,
0: right? mm mm-hmm. the, the law in which the bartender was held liable came many years after the cancellation of happy hours in Massachusetts so while they could cite statistics that would say prior to 1984 here are your numbers look how it declined after 1984 and still cite the same statistics ignoring the law that says the bartender has the ultimate authority to cut
1: you off okay but you also have to take in variables like the fact that I might be drunk and I'm my friend is going and getting the drinks, so the bartender doesn't even see me, doesn't know I'm the one who's drinking, doesn't know he's serving a drunk patron.
0: Sure. And there's always going to be exceptions to the rules. I understand that. But when you're trying to impose legislation that changes a ban that's been in place since 1984, and you don't acknowledge the fact that there are other laws that have come since then that change the statistics that you may cite keep this ban in place, I don't know if that's necessarily fair. Yeah, there's always going to be somebody that's going to try to cha- you know, beat the system, whatever it may be when it comes to alcohol or cannabis or gambling, but you still have to think, well, what is really the purpose of continuing to do this
1: if we've already imposed other rules on bars and restaurants? Hey, don't get me wrong. I'm all for uh, happy hours. And, uh, and again, the uh, contradiction uh, or the uh, hypocrisy of being able to now, even though you can drink for free when you're gambling at MGM, the waitstaff is supposed to be timing your drinks. You're not supposed to be getting more than I believe a drink every half hour. Um, well, there- I can obviously move ta- change tables or move to another slot machine into another waitress's section um, where she's not going to know that I just had a drink 15 minutes ago. But but nevertheless, it's kind of hard to believe there are places that can give away alcohol while the rest of the state can't even have discounted pricing. I I agree, but it's like, you know, I I just don't...
0: To me, it's not necessary to continue to do this.
1: Mm. Uh,
2: An overloaded van carrying 29 migrants crashed Wednesday on a remote South Texas highway, killing at least 10 people, including the driver and injuring 20 others. The crash happened shortly after 4 p.m. Wednesday on U.S. 281 in Encino, about 50 miles north of, uh, of well,
1: another place,
2: another place, because yeah. it doesn't say where yeah. it is. So Have I you just-
1: seen those uh, 29 passenger vans? They're they're quite roomy. Well, they are quite (laughs) wrong.
2: believe they're called buses. Sergeant uh, Nathan Branley of the Texas Department of Public Safety says the van, designed to hold only 15 passengers, was speeding as the driver tried to veer off the highway onto Business Route 281. He lost control of the top-heavy van, which then slammed into a metal utility pole and a stop sign. The van was not being pursued, uh, said the Brooks County Sheriff. That's
1: where the vehicle actually came to a rest? Yeah. At a stop sign?
2: That kind of ironic? That's
1: kind of very ironic.
2: Uh, Martinez <laughs> said he believed all the passengers were migrants. Sir Brantley said the death toll was initially announced as 11, but was later revised. He also said the 20 who survived the initial crash all have serious to critical injuries. That's, am I crazy or is that a lot of people you can show Well, I lot you
1: said it's a 15-passenger van yeah. with 29 people in it, meaning every passenger had one person in their lap and the driver sat by himself. It's like the bang bus uh it, it is yeah. the bang bus <laughs> in a different kind of bang you know
2: i'm on the uh speaking of vans i'm on the uh, westfield community forum yesterday mm-hmm. on facebook and uh, a guy posts this video of a uh, of a guy well, well he po- he, ha- he has this post describing this man driving up in a in a big white van very much like the uh, amazon vans but a white van a mm-hmm. big
1: juicy van big right.
2: juicy van interesting trades accepted how
1: many miles are you?
0: Three. Uh, 3 city or highway <laughs> i don't know the answer
2: uh and it had like a like a like american flag marking on the side of it right mm-hmm. and then uh he says that the guy comes up and he goes hey i'm just finishing up my uh, my deliveries uh i have a lots of meat that you, i have uh, some some leftover chops and steaks and uh, you know 4 or 5 bucks a cut uh, you you interested
1: this is not one of no. those Mark Schwann's vans. No, it's not. It's just a guy with a van <laughs> and, full of and meat. He,
2: and then he said, and then the the guy who's you know obviously talking to him says, uh, he goes, "No, I'm not. I'm not interested." And he goes, "Oh, you haven't heard of us?" And, and and the guy goes, "No." And then the guy just walks back to his van and gets in and drives off. And then all these other people start sharing their ring doorbell videos of the exact same guy driving around Westfield, asking people if they want meat. And I'm like, is he,
1: is he wearing a uniform? No,
2: he's not. That's the thing. It's like he's not even saying what company he's from.
1: Because, I mean, you could sometimes, you know, I've gotten FedEx packages from U-Haul trucks. Sometimes the trucks break down and the place that that you know is doing the distribution right. has to go out and get U-Hauls yeah. or yeah. Hertz trucks and things like that, but the drivers are uniformed, they have IDs. Right. You know who they are.
2: Yeah, this guy and you said it's the exact same spiel in every video. Yeah. that he's saying, "Hey, uh, I'm just finishing up my deliveries here. I got some extra meat. Uh, I can get you some uh, ribeyes uh, for $5 a piece. Uh, are you interested?" I'm like, who's taking van meat? Well, <laughs> like hey, random, listen. It's random van meat, man. It's <laughs> Pete the van meat guy. Yeah, but if he's, <laughs> if he's,
0: if he's selling him at a decent price, <laughs> then it must be worth it. <laughs> I'm not buying
1: it. Has, has anybody looked inside the van? Do we know if it's at least refrigerated? No. I, that's the
2: thing. It's like there's only video of this guy walking up to front doors and asking people, hey, I'm just finishing up my route here in Westfield. I got some. I got some meat. I Anybody don't know, wants Steve. Some meat. If you can get me a thick-cut ribeye for less than seven bucks
1: a pound, I'm going to go and consider it. I, this is, this is I'd, like, w- I'd want to at least know that it was refrigerated, because then, yeah, maybe, maybe I will buy it. You're not
2: buying random meat from a van, <laughs> like you would, yeah,
1: from a refrigerated van. I, I might, and depending on what the packaging looks like, I would guess.
2: I'm just taking a guess that this meat could possibly be stolen. Yeah. You know, maybe he, maybe, uh, yeah. you know, some sort of butcher shop got
1: lifted. Could be. Or
2: meat distri- distribution place.
1: Could be. But he also might be a butcher himself who has access to the butcher paper and uh, and tape. Yeah. Maybe, and he's uh, maybe got he's, a refrigerated truck and he's properly packaging this. Maybe
0: stuff. he's a craft home butcher.
1: Yeah. Kind of like yeah. that. You see guys making beer in their bathtub. Right. Or a road butcher.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah, you know what? I'm not going to go to that nice, clean butcher in my little town that uh, <laughs> that's know.
1: charging twice what <laughs> no, this guy no, wants.
2: Uh, my butcher, uh, you know, has good quality meats, but you know what? Forget all that. I'm going with van meat.
1: Yeah, because it's a hell of a lot cheaper. There you go. And I bet you'd find it's very, very tasty. You know, this van meat really hits the spot.
2: <laughs> like down in the down in Florida, by my mother's house, there's a guy like out in the middle of nowhere on the hottest yeah. of days selling seafood. Mm-hmm. Out of the back of his, yeah ice they, truck or whatever the hell they he's do got. that all over Florida. that's
1: that's weird too. yeah. oysters, yeah. lobsters. and when you shrimp. Talk, but
2: when you talk about food safety and botulism, I don't know. there's something about meat coming out of uh, being sold directly out of a truck. I don't know.
0: I mean, yeah. you go to like some farmers markets, you'll see some uh, some guy selling meat or, or seafood in a truck. Maybe frozen. Sometimes it's in a cooler, but they're selling it, and it's like sometimes very high quality meat. He's
1: okay because he has a tent around him. Yeah, whereas he's next to the guy selling honey. The truck in your driveway, or still out in the street, is not good enough. You're a you're a you're a meat snob. Yeah, that's what he is.
2: I'm not a meat snob. No, you're a and meat snob.
1: Next thing you know, they're
2: saying they have their own meat processing <laughs> they have plants. their own meat processing plants. <laughs> Let's <dude. laughs> Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today. Great day to cook a steak out of the back of a van. Yeah. It's uh, going to be cloudy with a high of 69, giggity tomorrow. Uh, sunny with a high of 87. 65 right now in downtown Springfield. Forecast brought to you by Fogbuster Nitro Cold Brew Coffee. In the black and white can. Springfield's classic
0: rock. It's
1: 755 and Steve Miller on Rock 102. You know, all that conversation about the happy hours and the drinking and all that stuff. Made you thirsty? Uh, well, of course. But uh, I saw an article this morning that, um, I, this is the first time I've heard this, that new infrastructure bill that supposedly the Democrats and the Republicans agree on, in that bill includes, and I don't know what year they're talking about this beginning, but it includes all new cars will have alcohol monitoring devices in them oh that's crap yeah that is crap that that means a lot more used cars on the road <laughs> by the time that year kicks in U-
0: used car dealers are yeah. wringing their hands together yeah. right now
1: every new car has got to have one of those machines that that test your blood alcohol level before you can start it anyone who's had one of those devices in their car
0: knows what a pain in the ass that is uh hey everyone is uh looking forward to live music these days and live music for lorraine's is coming up on, uh, what is the date? Oh, August 28th at the Knights of Columbus on uh, Granby Road in Chickabee. It features trailer trash and a very rare public appearance along with uh, the Van Halen tribute, Completely Unchained, and Bad Magic, a Godsmack uh, cover, man. It's going to be a great, uh, a great event. Tickets are available at eventbrite.com. We happen to have a four-pack of tickets to give away right now. To the tenth caller at 293-1021. Good luck to you on that.
1: I don't think I've ever heard gobsmacked uh, music. Godsmack. Why
0: don't you, why don't you go uh, put it on your Spotify playlist and see what happens? Mm, nah. Put it on your Pandora. See what happens.
1: I uh, I hope they're the uh, I hope they're the opening act, and oh, then I, the Van Halen band, and then Trailer Track. I I would assume yeah. that's the way it's <laughs> going to be. You never know.
0: I know. I mean, I'm making a big assumption. I mean, for all I know. Uh, bad Magic may have a bigger following yeah. than the completely unchained Van Halen tribute. I, or I or not even
1: uh, Trailer Trash. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh show's going on tonight, and the forecast has kind of changed. It looks like uh, whatever you might have been planning on, whether it's uh, bike night or, or the uh, Stern Square concerts, it looks like they might actually happen, which this <laughs> summer is unusual right so uh plan accordingly it's 758 with
0: bax and o'brien at rock 102 hey good morning sports fans how the heck are you folks once upon a time i was a strapping young man who could lift an entire trunk full of groceries out of my car all at once i didn't care that the single-use plastic bags were cutting out the circulation of my arms i was an animal out there carrying all that food plus milk Today I'll take multiple trips simply because I don't have the rippling muscle tone that I used to have back in the day. So when I see a young man at the Olympics like Ryan Krauser toss a 16 pound shot put, 23.3 meters, beating his own Olympic record to win the gold medal yesterday, I can only do one thing, and that is to do a quick metric conversion to something that I can actually understand. Of course, there are four ways to convert meters into standard measurements, the easiest of which is to consider that one meter equals 3.28 feet. So if you multiply the number of meters by 3.82, you would get the answer. But if you're going to factor in inches, then you would take the decimal point and everything after and then multiply that by 12. Of course, there are also formulas for the metric to standard conversion for square feet, also the conversion formula for figuring out square meters, and I could show you how to convert cubic meters to cubic feet. But in the case of Ryan Krause's Olympic record-breaking gold medal performance yesterday, what's the point? All I can tell you is he threw the shot put 76 feet, five and a half inches. Now to give you an idea of how far that is, that's longer than you'd have to toss a bowling ball, unless you were tossing it from the shoe rental desk, in which case the next thing to get tossed would be you out the front door. If you were to compare it to throwing a football This would be just over a 25 yard pass or six and a half feet longer than Christian Vasquez of the Red Sox would have to throw to Kiki Hernandez to tag a guy stealing second. And a baseball is only five and a half ounces, which if I'm doing my metric conversion correctly, is 155.9 grams. So when you put that all into perspective, You realize the level of strength that we're talking about here when it comes to Ryan Krauser. The only thing that could be even more impressive is if I let this kid grab the groceries out of my car, then all that strength would have finally some real world value. But hey, at FMI Yappin' Sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. A wood fire, that's the way to cook. With a Traeger Wood Fire Grill from Rockies, you can roast a pork butt low and slow or grill a stay hot and fast. Burning hickory wood pellets or apple or mesquite. You're going to love your Traeger Wood Fire Grill. You can get it today at your neighborhood Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back, so that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 811. And Blue Oyster Cult on
1: Rock 102. Yeah, you know, I'm not usually one to comment on the music because I'm insanely worn out with it. Uh, I don't whistle along with it. I uh, But I have found myself curious uh, on occasion in the recent past with uh, some of these bands, some of these songs. I'm not a Blue Oyster Cult fan. I could not name you another Blue Oyster Cult song. But is that song there characteristic of their sound or kind of different from it
0: well i mean every song is different i mean i, I mean, know, but you know like seem- godzilla or yeah you know, yeah you know, Burning for you or some others that they've done yeah there's i mean there's some some similarities i mean they have their own sound but
1: the, the, but they seem like that's almost a soft-spoken uh lyric song Another really good example, and it's really uh, Johnny Sixgun that has brought this to my attention because they have a full horn section. We Yesterday we played uh, Light My Fire from the Doors, which I think means we'll play it again tomorrow and, and again on Monday. But uh, the Doors, I'm not familiar with their music other than the hits, are horns and strings really part of the doors they added horns
0: and strings to one album so that album right so touch Uh, me for example um which has that's the song i'm talking about yeah i mean some of the other songs on album have some level of orchestration to them but for the
1: but for their other albums no you don't you don't really hear that it's kind of it's kind of weird and then and then it becomes the hit you yeah, know, touch me. Don't fear the reaper. It's like you broke the mold and succeeded from it. It's The well, same thing with the with the Grateful Dead. I yeah, mean, I in know, the dark became their most commercially popular album, but it was different than anything else they really did. Well, that was the thing because
0: it was it was a more friendly radio friendly a radio. It was more of a radio friendly song than many of the other songs that they had done. It's not to say that like, you know, Casey Jones or, you know, some of those other songs didn't get radio airplay, but not to the level of of that one song, uh, from The Grateful Dead. Plus there was a video to it. That helped a lot. Yeah. You know, that yeah. was and you know, The Grateful Dead is such a handsome looking band. Oh, sure. That uh you can imagine that uh, you know, every young girl in America at the time wanted to get close to these 70
1: year old men playing music and i'm and i'm guessing uh i I don't know maybe something like the doors again the the horns and the strings probably added in post-production um so you wouldn't necessarily see them do it that way on tour no you wouldn't if you went to a concert um but i couldn't imagine going to a doors concert I couldn't imagine going to a dead well, concert not, and I did that once. Well, they're not currently touring since two members <laughs> yeah, are dead. Duh, so, the talking about back when those songs were hits. Yeah, but I mean,
0: yeah, I mean for a lot of artists every album was a little bit different than the others and, or maybe just one song. Or
1: maybe yeah, exactly. That's what I that's
0: so, the weird part. That's not actually that weird. I mean, think of it from from uh from, you know, put yourself in 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 your shoes, you're a guy, you're writing songs, you're performing them. At some point, you kind of get bored with performing the same old songs all the time in the same way, sometimes mixing it up and either doing a different interpretation of the same songs or writing songs that just sound you know, vastly different or produce different than what you've already done. You know, to, for some people, that's the way they kind of sustain their careers. They need that extra challenge mm. in order to keep their creative juices wet.
1: You know, when I went up to uh, New Hampshire last week to see the uh, the machine up in um, uh, Swansea, which is not too far from, from the mass border, and the truth is I don't even know where Canterbury, New Hampshire is. Um, so when I saw this story this morning and— I started thinking about some of the folk I saw up there in New Hampshire. Um, You know, they look a little backwoodsy, you know what I'm saying? You mean like Northern New Englanders do? Well, that's, uh, yes, Northern New Englanders. But, you know, you have to consider the fact that, all right, so Canterbury appears to be out near Concord and, uh, eh, it's a pretty good distance from the mass border, um, and I'm realizing as I'm seeing because I wasn't paying attention to license plates in the parking lot. Uh, you got to remember, once you get past Greenfield, that's when you start hearing the banjos. You know, <laughs> I mean, it really, it really isn't that different to live in either. Uh, Athol, yeah. or 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 Brattleboro. I mean, sure. uh, you know, very very much the same. So there was this story this morning. <laughs> well,
0: Brattleboro's a little bit more uh, of a trendy little town. Uh, whatever, whatever
1: than- is just south of Guilford. Let's oh, say. there you go. Yeah, right. Yeah, Guilford uh, would be uh, an example. There's a story on Light Masli- or on uh, the Drudge Report rather this morning for almost three decades. 81-year-old David Lindstone lived in the woods along the Merrimack River in New Hampshire in a small cabin, uh, cabin adorned with solar panels. He grew his own food. He cut his own firewood. He tended to his pets and his chickens. And he was off the grid uh, until his shack burned to the ground uh, yesterday afternoon. He's uh, known as River Dave by boaters and kayakers he was he lived down out <laughs> in a van down uh, by the river yeah yeah but he was jailed uh July 15th on a civil contempt charge. Part of the problem was is, is he was squatting he he has this cabin he's been living in but that cabin is on someone else's private property that obviously is many many acres of property. To the point where, you know, the owner probably, I don't know how you have somebody living 27 years in a cabin on your property that, you know, you have to see every day. (laughs) My guess is the owner didn't see it every day. It was probably so far into the woods. Right. A wooden two-level A-frame, a a small cluttered kitchen with pots hanging from the ceiling, some appliances and curtains on the windshield, uh, the windows, uh, a porch with a footstool and a base made out of stacked beer cans. He converted a wood stove into a beehive, attached lights, a mirror, and a pulley for a clothesline along piles of firewood. This guy sounds like he's living large. Sure he is. Probably very comfortable up there. Mm-hmm. So 80 years old. Yeah. So what's 80 wrong? years old. So what's wrong with that? you know it's again he's on somebody else's property well yeah but you know i mean
0: again uh, how big is the
1: property do you see the guy and and did you know for 20 years he was even there that's what i just got done saying Uh, and uh, probably not for 27 years or uh, who knows whether the property even changed hands during that time It, it could have been sold and bought from somebody else look having
0: spent a, a a little bit more time in the last year in northern New England than I normally have, and, you know, we got the, the camper up in uh, in Vermont, we were there last weekend, and we had a great weekend. It was very relaxing, you know, totally totally off the grid. You had no, no real phone connectivity, none of that stuff. It was just – it was really, really nice. And then, you know, Jenny and I are sitting there like, you know, it would kind of be nice to maybe settle here in retirement. And we both were saying that I said, but of course, I would have to you know buy suspenders for my pants. Mm. I'd have to own a hell of a lot more flannel. Nah. I'd, I'd have to grow my beard to impossible lengths and leave it very unkempt, just to fit in. How many miles into
1: Vermont are you?
0: Um, it's between like Wilmington and Brattleboro, so it's not that far. I mean, you know, once you once you get past, uh, I'd say like. Cold rain, you're probably like yeah. two or three towns
1: in. Yeah, well, then that you're not in northern New England. I don't know where the line is that separates northern for southern, but then there's central. Dude, also, that's, that's northern New England. Nah, yeah it is. Nah, southern New England would be like Massachusetts, Connecticut, Rhode Island. Right. So central New England is probably where you're at. Well, it's about as north as I'm going to drive. Yeah, but I mean, there's got it. Like I said, it's like it's like with Florida. There's south South Florida. There's Central Florida. Yeah, you don't but, usually hear about North Florida. But you,
0: but you just said that north of Greenfield,
1: all oh, of, all, oh of yeah. a, all of a sudden the banjo starts. Oh playing. yeah, absolutely. It starts getting very rural. But it's not necessarily Northern New England.
0: All right. Well, if you want to split hairs, not I splitting suppose. his
1: hairs. You have hairs that are twelve or fifteen miles wide. <laughs> they do in
0: Southern Vermont. <laughs> they do.
1: By the way, this guy's house. Uh, a few miles from Interstate 93, but it is on 73 acres and hidden by timber. So, I don't know if people who own that kind of land in New Hampshire or Vermont are aware of every inch of their 73 acres that, I guess it's possible, there could be a shack on your 73 acres for 27 years you didn't even know about. Right.
2: Yeah, hey, uh, excuse me. Mm. Uh, Backs off the grid. I sent the message to you. I meant to send it to John. But I said, off the grid? (laughs) You're posting pictures on Facebook while you're there all the time. No, Steve, I couldn't do that unless I was in an area
0: that had Wi-Fi. There's no Wi-Fi near that camper at all.
2: Well, how are you posting pictures of Facebook while you're up there? Steve, what did I literally Posted them later.
0: I posted them later. There's no way to post. You posted one over the weekend of you being
2: up at the camper.
0: Yes, after what? I returned there's no there's no there's I don't no Wi-fi believe you. there's I'm no, there's no you.
2: cell signal at all I can, I, can,
0: I can receive a phone call and I can receive a text just as long as it's one sentence. I can't send a photo I can't
1: go I can't I can't get on Facebook. there's no connectivity. There's nothing. Frankly, Steve, I don't know. Even even I would have assumed it meant after he came back. Exactly.
2: I don't know about that. <laughs> Listen, this
0: is a town I where... I can't believe over...
1: you sent him a text you meant for me. Yeah, yeah right.
0: <laughs> well, because Duh I was that. talking about him, and I'm like, <laughs>
2: off the grid, he's posting pictures on Facebook no, all I'm, the time.
0: Yeah, after I get back. This is a town in which you'll, your, your front yard wood chipper is seen as decorative. I mean, that's what this is all about. There's... There's nothing there. We literally have to go into almost the next town to find a place that's got a public Wi-Fi. Where do you put the poop? What do you mean? Where do we put we, the poop? You you got to empty tanks, right? We pay somebody to oh, go empty. Somebody the say have service. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Wow. Now we empty our own gray water, which is you know things like you know sink water and and you know from the shower, but everything that comes to, through the toilet, the septic company takes care of that. Hmm. Yeah i like to have one of those companies. I'm telling you, man, uh, it's the way to go. Every every weekend, it's like a vacation. Every time we're that there.
1: That would be my slogan. It's the way to go. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> we're number
2: one in the number two, two business. business. Yeah, that's right. stolen. It's 824
0: on Rock 102. If you live 27 with Max and O'Brien at Rock 102. You know,
1: aside from generic, uh, let's go out to the restaurant stuff, as we are now in the post-pandemic, or- uh, we thought we were and God knows there's a new surge going on right now. Uh, we're also running a lot of commercials now for uh, job openings, for companies that are looking to fill positions because a lot of people lost their jobs or or, or had to stop their jobs during the pandemic. There's one commercial we're running because uh, I am kind of looking for a change, but not a difficult one. No, not a hard one. Not a... <laughs> Not really one <laughs> that, that's going to require learning new skills. No, no, no. And we're running We're running one for, I believe it's the good dog spot. They are looking for a candle monitor. And uh, I'm not sure what that means, but it sure sounds easy. Yeah, you, you weren't even a good hall monitor in grade school. Yeah, because there was too many kids bothering me. A candle monitor? All I got to do is sit there all night and watch a
0: candle? I don't know if that's... What they? I, I don't even know what the what that job is all
1: about. I think that's you know just by virtue. If someone said to you, "Would you like to be an auto mechanic?" I think you get a pretty good idea that means I'm going to be fixing cars. Yeah. If you want to be a candle monitor, that certainly sounds like I'm just sitting there watching a candle. to, to, to get off track here? But did
0: you see the story on Mass Live uh, the, yesterday about MGM? Oh
1: mm well, depends because you got a little confused. I about- got a little
0: confused yesterday, but the story t- uh, that uh, that came out yesterday afternoon is that MGM Resorts International, which you know which owns MGM Springfield, is is selling the property of MGM Springfield. MGM will still operate the casino. They actually mentioned that a couple of months ago they, the well, first time. because they've done it before in other MGM properties. But the thing that that's remarkable to me, is that this the the pending deal to buy the land and the buildings mm. is only 400 million dollars for a facility that allegedly cost a billion dollars the the actual real estate is only going for 400 million
1: i i don't i would really, have expected that to be higher than that i i i have to admit uh ignorance i don't really understand what any of this means i think what it, it sounds means sounds like they're selling something they already own to themselves
0: they're not selling it to themselves i think what they're trying to do is they're trying to kind of divorce themselves from the real estate part of it just operate the casino business but let somebody else
1: be in charge of the property yeah the somebody else is their parents it's like you as a kid selling your house back to your parents so that you can be a tenant it's it's a it's a new york-based company
0: but it's still MGM International, right? MGM is selling the, the mass live story is MGM Resorts International is selling its real estate spin off company oh, to, a to third to, party. To the New York based Vici uh, oh, properties okay. for seventeen point two billion dollars. So they're selling property all over the place mm-hmm. to this company. Oh. But the MGM Springfield property I mean to me this is a, this is the the, the point I want to make. It's four hundred million dollars for a one billion an alleged billion dollar property it seems to be almost undervaluing the 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 land and
1: the and the buildings the land and the buildings the land yeah because i mean if you think of the real estate itself you think of that what was it a four block area yeah um you know i mean and you had to build on that yourself what's the land really worth well I mean it was it to I mean that's I mean that's an
0: enormous part of it I mean but just it's less than half of what it costs to build yeah. the casino on that property yeah. I just I just I just think that's unusual that it's so it seems undervalued to me I right, granted I don't I don't know enough about you know commercial properties to say' it's valued, that it is undervalued or not undervalued
1: now you know why it probably is that undervalued because of that 55 state street no, Probably I, suck the <laughs> suck the quality right out of that package. I don't think.
0: That's I bet it. it is at all. They're saying that it's not going to impact the day to day operations of the casino. MGM will still run uh, you know, all the gaming and the sports book when you know when in fact it it starts, but that there is going to be a change of hands, or at least that's it's a pending deal, and this is what they're what they're looking at.
1: I think it's like trying to sell your house with a junk car in the front yard. MGM is operating at a, at a pretty significant debt, and that's why they're doing this. Every so, time I go to MGM, I'm in a pretty significant well, yeah, debt. Yeah, but you're
0: but you are you're, you're a small player right. in this larger this larger picture. It's 832 news is next to Rock 102. 836 of O'Brien to Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Aquate aqua teak pools and spas keep your pool sparkling all summer long with free water testing 730 union street in west springfield Here's local radio icon steve nagel
2: thanks Bax. uh guess what john mm. you're not going to have cumberland farms in your town
1: yeah i know thank god
2: uh they Chickenbee city council chased him out yep say saying the project just doesn't fit the neighborhood the City Council in Chickabee overwhelmingly rejected a plan to build a Cumberland Farms gas station and convenience store in Aldenville. Yeah, they don't That's want more. they don't want
0: convenience in that town.
2: That's a Chickabee Falls idea, not an Aldenville idea. You take your discount 99 cent coffee and move down the street, <laughs> my friends.
1: <laughs> That's probably exactly the way the meeting went. The council
2: denied the company a service station license and a gas storage permit in twelve to nothing votes Tuesday night. The council also took the unusual step of rejecting a request from lawyer Thomas Reedy, who was representing Cumberland Farms, to withdraw the petition without prejudice. Typically, the city council allows at least one withdrawal, allowing a petitioner to return with a similar plan at any time. Yeah. A rejected plan cannot be resub- resubmitted within two years.
1: No, and it shouldn't be. I mean, uh, it, it just it, it wasn't the right fit. I know they were talking about uh, entering it from Providence Street, which would be the street between what is now between uh, T.D. Sports Bar and the Lucky Strike, uh, and that would be where the entrance would be. The exit, however, would be out onto uh, uh, Grattan Street, my understanding is, from conversations I've had with people who uh, know about this stuff, and it would have most likely put that other gas station across the street out of business, not to mention the... What I thought was SS Convenience Store, I believe it actually is SNA and uh, Convenience Store. Um, <laughs> that yeah. You will go step into uh, our
0: store and uh, buy a coffee.
1: Mm-hmm. They're very strict.
0: <laughs> well, anyway, perhaps you should like a scratch
1: ticket. And by the way, speaking of jobs and things like that, um, it turns out you were told
0: i told that uh, that is in fact a uh, a kennel monitor,
1: not a candle
0: it's, monitor. It's a
1: ten- it turns out it's also attendant. But but what I said was off the air. In the commercial, I I swore the guy said it's Pat Kelly that did the voice. I I swore he said candle, which would. But I got to tell you, being a kennel attendant, I would love that too. In other words, you're there all night with dogs. I would love that.
2: Would, would you though? Gra- yeah. Would you really? Yeah, I think would, I would. But, yeah, but then uh, you know, somebody closes a car door outside the building, and they all start barking nah. at the same
1: time. Yeah, well, that's it. I don't, I don't know about that, but it, it's a lot, it's a lot more enjoyable way to spend your days with dogs than humans. My dog
2: will, uh, will bark at a neighbor pulling in their driveway. Not anybody in my driveway. Into the neighbor's driveway. So you'd rather the spend. he'd rather be at their house than he'd rather be at mine. <laughs> right.
1: my, my dog barks at every car that comes down the street. And you'd
0: rather spend time with an animal that eats its own vomit than spend time with human beings. Yeah,
2: you're goddamn right. Yeah, well, there you go. I'd rather join him. Says it all right there. Mm-hmm. My dog also uh, has keywords that will make him bark, mm-hmm. thinking that somebody's around. Mm-hmm. If you say the word here, he perks his head up and starts, oh.
1: Does he know the difference between H-E-R-E and H-E-A-R? No, that's the problem. Ah. He's a dog. He yeah. didn't go
2: to school. He yeah. just knows that if, when he hears that word, he needs to start barking because someone could, in fact, be here. Even
1: right? if he doesn't hear them, yeah, he just hears the word. <laughs> Your dog can't distinguish
0: between homonyms.
1: Yeah. That's, wow. When you and, up- and yet, that's the dog's name.
2: <laughs> <His homonym. laughs> it's a weird thing. <laughs> it's it's hononym. Yeah. Bad hononym. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, yeah, but you, I was telling you this the other day. They, they built the Cumbies up in, uh, in Florence. Mm-hmm. Uh, it used to be like the smaller storefront Cumberland Farms, like the old types. Yeah. And then now they've like elongated the parking lot. So now it's not... It's not like when you drive in and and the the building is right in front of you. It's almost like, it's very narrow, almost like an alleyway thing. Mm-hmm. But it's still a full service Cumberland Farms. Yeah, but no more Buffalo Chicken Rollers here in Aldenville.
1: You take, <laughs> you take that to the Falls.
2: You take that to McKinstry Street. We don't want that around here. Uh, in response to an independent investigation that found he sexually harassed 11 women, Governor Andrew Cuomo cited his own family member's sexual assault to explain his behavior with accuser Charlotte B- uh, Bennett. That component of his statement came under, under criticism from sexual assault survivors, their advocates, and even crisis public relations managers. He offered an apology to just two of his accusers, which was publicly rejected by one and flat out denied allegations that he inappropriately touched anyone. MeToo founder Tarana Burke says Cuomo does not get to use someone else's trauma as uh, as his own shield. Advocates say uh, Cuomo needs to take accountability to move forward. I, I don't. I think he should just call it a day. I, I, yeah. I, don't,
0: I don't know if he's got much of yeah. a choice. To be honest, I mean, everyone is calling for it. Both sides, his own party, other governors. I mean, he's he the 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 re-election for that seat happens in uh, next year. Not this November, next November. You know, how do you govern for that length of a period of time, with all these people completely distrusting your your ability to lead? On the it, other it, hand, it,
1: it, you know, it's just the the uh, unfairness of this. How one person gets accused, how many different people get accused of this kind of stuff, and are treated differently one person is like that's it you got to get out of the job the other one another person is like no I'm staying in the job and they do and it, and it ends up going away or blowing over or what have you and, and also by the way the bad thing for Cuomo is his one defender is Rudy Giuliani and if that's your one defense you're screwed yeah yeah but but I mean it really is amazing how unfair whether it's the system or society or or whoever is to these accusers, like I said, some you know some of them get a, a slap on the wrist and it's forgotten about. To the accusers you
0: know, or the accused?
1: The the accused, the accused. Because I would say um, it's a hell of a lot more unf- unfair to the accusers. Yeah, no, to the accused. Uh, Louis C.K. is announcing a tour. Okay, you know he's he's going to come back now and do comedy again. Uh, I I don't know. It just it seems weird how differently. Yeah, but, these know, people get treated
0: it's but it's it's different than say
1: i mean there is a uh, there is a,
0: a wide ranging double standard in this but it's different if you're a comedian or a politician where you're either asking for someone to buy a ticket or to to cast a vote for these people you know whether you're willing to give them a second chance and you know, they've been contrite about what they've done. In the case of Cuomo, he has not been. At least Louis C.K. said, I was stupid, I was inappropriate, and I'm sorry. You know, you know Cuomo's not even admitting that much. Mm. A- and, and maybe that makes a difference. But, you know, in the eyes of, uh, of the victims of these, of these assaults, you know, by these, uh, by these individuals, you, you know, none of that is fair. You know, they, you know, they suffer the scars of that abuse for years. Yeah. To me, it's a hell of a lot more unfair the way we treat those who have been victimized by this kind of behavior than those who have, you know, than who have, who have been, uh, who have been predatory in nature.
1: Yeah, but I mean, you know, the same people buying Louis C.K. tickets are the same people who vote. So I don't know that there's a big difference between the comedian and the politician.
0: There's not, but it all. But I think the level of contrition that they show. Does make a different a difference for some people. Mm. You know, I mean, you know, Louis C.K. is a, a, a brilliant comedian, but he may be a schmuck as an individual. I think he's proven that.
2: There's a uh, huge trend on TikTok right now about frozen honey. Have you heard of this one? I have. That's where you freeze a bunch of honey in a water bottle so you can snack on it and take bites of it. But you might not want to try it. Because, How do you
1: take bites of something in a water bottle? Well, because if you put the
2: honey in there and in- you squeeze it out, and you take a little bite off the top.
1: It comes out like it's like almost like a squeeze tube.
2: Yeah, like a like a.
1: Tube oh, it's not. Tube. It doesn't turn into a solid. It just turns into a, like a more of a gel. Yeah, yeah. Because it's uh, not
2: uh, it's not really water based so uh, much. Okay. Than it is. Yeah, but uh, you might not want to try it because it's giving people diarrhea and indigestion. <laughs> a dietitian at the Cleveland Clinic talked about it and he said it's because of the sheer amount of honey people are eating, and because of something called. a uh, fructose malabsorption. Uh, one of one in three of us have an intolerance to fructose, and honey. I won't stand for it. And honey is forty uh, percent of that. So eating too much of it too fast can cause bloating, cramping, and really bad diarrhea. diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> the good news is it shouldn't cause any long term effects. But uh, just stop staying away from just stay away from the, tri- the TikTok trends. People people follow these things as if they're like, oh, it's on TikTok. It's got to be cool and fun.
0: Two weeks ago, there was another trend on TikTok of people putting yellow mustard on watermelon and claiming that it's delicious. I can't think of anything that sounds grosser. Yeah, yeah. I like yellow mustard and I like uh, watermelon. I just don't,
1: I just don't see them being
0: combined together and being
1: delicious. Well, you know what? One day, somewhere, someone might have went. Chocolate and peanut butter? Ugh, that's disgusting.
2: I know,
0: I know. It all every journey starts with a single step.
2: It does, but do you want to be the one to take that step? No. To to make it, uh, and I
0: and I don't want to take someone's word for it either. And that's I don't, I don't like honey enough
1: to eat it anyway. Nah, me either. Me either.
2: Well, I like I like honey uh, like in tea. Yeah, that's different. But I uh, I'm not like sitting there eating honey out of a jar.
0: mm Hmm. No. Never. No.
2: Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be cloudy uh, with a high of 69, giggity. Tomorrow, a sunny with a high of 87. It is 66 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's
1: 855 and Jethro Tull on Rock 102. So I saw this uh, commercial the other day for uh, Sunny's. Yes. Right, TV commercial. And, uh... They're showing all the different things that they have at Sonny's, including the uh, pavilion outside with the band's playing. Who's playing? Well, that looks like trailer trash. It is trailer trash. Which means Imagine could that could have been filmed just about any day, <laughs> as long as it was not raining. Listen, you know, uh, you know, they are the uh, the big band
0: of the moment. You every, know, every, uh, every local band aspires to do what they've done. You got to give them credit
1: for, for being out there all the time. The, the, the truth is so, uh, you know, Bob, yep. the guitar player. So I saw them there last week uh, before I left because it was just too crowded and I was uncomfortable with that many people around. Um, Bob came out to me and uh, gave me uh, a CD. Bob used to be in another band uh, with his brother who unfortunately passed away far too young. Uh, and they were. it was a Pink Floyd band. And he gave me this uh, CD, and I listened to it in the car on the way home because it takes about a half hour from my house to, to Sonny's. And uh, it's funny, when he gave it to me, he said, you know, I forgot what a good band we were. And <laughs> when I listened to it, I was like, yeah, I forgot too. Um, there was, you know, having just seen The Machine again and – Always having had the opinion that if you get the balls to play Pink Floyd music, only Pink Floyd music, you've got to be pretty damn good. And uh, and they were. Well, it you- was actually a, a cool sounding uh, CD. I think anytime you're
0: a tribute band, you know, you know you're going to get the fans of that original band. Mm-hmm. If you're going to go out there to be a, to do a tribute, you better be pretty damn good. Yeah. Because yeah. you're always going to be held to a standard of oh, the band yeah.
1: you're trying to uh, you know to memorialize or or to to, to pay homage and, to, and Pink Floyd was always more about the music than the musicians. I mean, they weren't a dynamic stage show. It was a, it was about the well, music. No, the, the wall was kind of uh, the yeah the was wall kind of was show-y. different. Yeah. That was a little showy. That was a, that was a little bit different. But uh, yeah, it actually, it sounded pretty good. I I think uh, I think they should give up on this trailer trash <laughs> thing. <laughs> I don't know no, if that's I, really going to work. I, I think that's kind of caught on. <laughs> Uh, speaking of shows,
0: the One Roof Festival is coming to the Three County Fairgrounds on September 18th. It's a, a, a con- concert to uh, to benefit homelessness. Features Lit, the Motels, Marcy Playground, When in Rome, and, uh, and several others. Tickets are on sale now at OneRoofFestival.org. We happen to have a pair of tickets to the 10th caller right now at 293-1021. It's the One
1: Roof Festival at the Three County Fairground on
0: September 18th. Good luck to you.
1: I was like, uh, what was the, uh, damn it, what was it? When Kramer was telling Jerry, uh, you know, maybe it's time to give up on this comedy thing. And, uh, you know, that management trainee program, at, and I can't remember the name of the retailer, whether whether it was Macy's or I, for, I think it might have been Macy's. <laughs> he would have been great at
0: that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Never gave Man- himself a chance. Management training.
0: It's 859 and Rock 102.